everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about hunger versus cravings and how to know the difference and what to do about them. So before we get into that, I would love if you're listening to this podcast, if you can take some of your precious, precious time. I know your time, time is the most precious thing we have and take some of that time and leave me a review that will help more people like your wonderful self find this podcast and they can be happier and healthier and we could just make the world just a just happier and healthier along with all of us. Okay, so now on to the topic. So hunger versus cravings. I picked this topic because uh, I met with my nutrition coach and my husband, who's also one of the nutrition coach. I'm the nutrition department head at my gym. And it just, it was a topic we were discussing like strategies and I brought up like hunger versus cravings, like how to distinguish between the two. And I explained how I think of them and how I explain to my clients or anybody that asks me, um, cause I, I'll be honest, typically I don't nutrition coach, nutrition coach. I'm doing it as just like, as we train, um, our new, our employee to, to go full time. She was part time. So I'm doing it in the interim, but I've nutrition coached in the past. And I do get this question a lot, just with doTERRA, like just obviously if you're helping somebody with health in general, right. was what I do with doTERRA. You get questions like this and, and it's, it's no secret to anybody that I, I also own a gym when I'm doing doTERRA. So I encourage these questions. So with that being said, here's the how I distinguish between hunger versus cravings and how I explain to people how to tell the difference. Because sometimes like until you like really think about it, you're like, well, I don't know the difference. Is there a difference? I think 100% yes. So hunger is when you want any food, right? Like you're just hungry, right? Like you're like, I, I need to eat. I need to eat something. Cravings are when you want a specific food. Now, I'm obviously going to go deeper into this. This podcast is not only going to be two minutes. <laughs> so I'm going to explain like what I mean by that. But I wanted to keep it super simple so that when you're thinking, okay, I'm hungry. Do I want any food? Do I just want to eat something because I need to eat? You know, like I, I haven't had, uh, you know, it's 12 o'clock and I ate breakfast at eight and I missed my morning, my mid-morning snack and now I'm just hungry. Is that what you're feeling or are you craving a specific food? And give that same scenario, it's 12 o'clock and you're like, oh my goodness, I really need a burger and fries, right? But the thought of like, um, you know, chicken and broccoli and rice, uh, what like maybe that's what you brought is just not appealing, right? So it there that's why I wanted to keep it super simple. Now, hunger is obviously a natural thing, like we should all... Uh, feel that at some point um, is typically it's a your body's response to saying hey wake up we need some food <laughs> do you know what I mean like your body craves what it needs like it it's it's in tune to what it it requires to keep you going right there's something called a basal metabolic rate that's the amount of calories that you burn like if you did absolutely nothing like if you woke up and you just stayed in bed and then went to sleep you need a certain amount of calories to like survive and to live, right? So your body knows those things. And then obviously the more you're getting up, if you're working out, if you're doing this and blah, 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 all the factors that come in, obviously your basal metabolic rate changes. Um, or it doesn't, your basal metabolic, I shouldn't say change. It doesn't change with that. Your amount of calories that you need, uh, 
gets either it usually increases especially with all the things that i just said so your body's just saying hey we need food right like we need to keep we need fuel we need to keep going we we need some stuff we need some stuff home girl so go grab it so we can keep doing this thing right cravings is like a specific food like if you want like like i mentioned the burger fries or chocolate or something sweet or sugary or salty or crunchy right like that's a craving and that's typically and i don't want to i don't ever like speaking in absolutes that's typically a result of um emotional like you know you're you're maybe you're angry and you're like i just need i need a drink like that's you ever crave alcohol you're like i just need a freaking drink right? That's, that's a craving. You're not hungry for alcohol, right? Your body's not like, you know, we really need to keep going, to keep running this machine. We need alcohol, right? And so you can see the difference, like it's pretty clear with alcohol. Like you create, you may crave alcohol, but you're never like hungry for alcohol, but you can crave foods that you may be hungry for, or like will satisfy hunger, if that makes sense. So it could be maybe you're sad and you're like, I want ice cream. I just want to have a pint of ice cream and put on Netflix and that's what I want to do. Or stress or um, even happiness too, right? We can have cravings in in terms of, let's say you finish a big project and you're like, you know what I'm really craving? I really want that. that uh, d- d- maybe as you have a favorite restaurant, you're like, I really want to celebrate with that that beautiful dessert that this restaurant has. That's a craving, right? You're not actually hungry for that 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 dessert. So, um, and these can come, that's one thing is emotional, but you can also have cravings when you are, uh, cutting out certain foods and your body's just so used to having them that it's responses a craving and that, and I'm not going to go into the whole like scientific part of that. Cause that, that could be, um, when you have your bacteria in your stomach, like, uh, they can crave sugar. There's that's what candida is, and all like that's a whole thing, right? So your gut bacteria can play a factor in you actually having legit cravings that you're like, I cannot get this out of my head, and that typically uh, is sugar. Uh, but sugar is also very addicting. So when you start cutting it out, your body's like, what, <laughs> what? When did we agree to this, right? You're, you're like, in your, in your mind, you're like, I know these things. Like, I learned this, this, and this. Sugar is super addicting. It's not good for me. I'm going to cut out. And I don't mean like fruit sugar. But let me just make a disclaimer. I don't mean like fruit sugar or like like uh, how rice turns into carbs in your body. Like, I mean, it's a carb and it turns breaks down into sugar in your body and all that. I don't, I don't mean that. I mean like legit sugar, like table sugar, like the sugar that they put in like sodas and, and sweets and desserts and that kind of sugar. Okay. Like added sugar, like legit sugar. Uh, cause sugar is a very like blanket term. Do you know what I mean? It's like fat, right? Like fat can mean like a million different things. It could mean like body fat. It could mean like overweight. It could mean like avocados are a fat. Like there's so many things. So I just wanted to clarify what I mean by sugar. Okay. So let's say you are like, we're cutting on sugar and your body's like, home girl, what? What? <laughs> what? So that can be a craving because your gut bacteria or just because it's a habit, right? Let's say you are so used to every time you go out to eat, right? You get appetizer, dinner, dessert. Like that has been your routine every single time. Okay. And then suddenly you're like, you know what? I don't, I don't want that dessert. You know, it's affecting my results that I want to get. 
And it's that's a habit, but your body is still going to crave it for so many reasons. Because you've created a habit. Because your body wants the sugar. Because it's like fun and it gives it a dopamine hit. Like there's so many things that you can have a craving for. But going back to the hunger, you're not actually hungry for the dessert. We've all been there that we are like stuffed right? Like we have a great dinner, there's some apps and they're like, the, the waiter comes around and they're like, anybody have room for dessert? And you're always like, you, you know, you do, everybody looks around the table, you know, and then you're like, mm, I look at it. I know I've done that. I know I've done that when I'm not hungry. Like I, I got no more room. So that is just feeding a craving, right? Because we know the dessert is probably going to be delicious. So, and you probably think like my niece, always says this and I think it's hilarious and and, and it's not a it's not a young niece she's 21 <laughs> it's still funny and she says um you don't eat you don't oh damn I'm gonna mess it up you don't eat <laughs> dessert with your your stomach you eat it with your heart so that is you're eating it with the you're eating it for a craving right um so there could be that could be why you're craving the food same thing for salty like so you're just used to having super salty things and then you're like well you know what i'm gonna start going a little bit different i'm not gonna um have a lot of like processed stuff which tends to have a lot of salt in it and then your body's like i need salt or crunchy right let's say you are like chips and salsa is like your jam you love like pretzels uh you just love that kind of like crunch and typically those are not things that are linked up with trying to create a healthier lifestyle. I'm not saying like, don't eat chips. Don't, don't, don't take it like that. I'm <laughs> just saying like, if you're eating like chips and salsa all the damn time, it's probably not the best for where you want to go, right? So you may have a craving when you reduce those for that crunch. Like, and it's, it's the same thing for like, um, savory. Let's say you love like greasy and savory things uh, or savory things. I guess those could be different. It's the same thing. You cut it out and now you're like, oh, I have a craving. So I feel like I've demonstrated like hunger versus cravings and there's a million different reasons and I'm not going to go through all of them, but why you can have a craving. But I want you to think about when you're uh, wanting a food or wanting like something and you feel that, that desire to eat, is my body wanting this? Or is my my heart? Sierra would say, um, is my heart wanting this, or is or my is my mind wanting this because I'm feeding an emotion, or do I want a specific food for this? Right. So hunger. If you are hungry, like I always encourage people, it's why we ask this so much. Why we are super um, uh, into every time I meet with somebody, like asking this am i are you hungry are you hungry are you hungry one i want to know like especially like if you have not been working out and then you start working out you're going to require more calories and you want to eat more calories you don't want to be under eating to the point where your your body's like wilting away right and you may not feel that immediately but you or you may not you may not feel it like day to day but you may feel it in like feeling uh, lethargic or having brain fog or your focus is not the same or just your energy throughout the day is just not there. So that could be a result of not eating enough. So that's why we asked that question. Hunger could also be associated with uh, nutrition timing, 
right? So let's say you find that you are always like ravenous after lunch. It could be that maybe you're not having enough protein in your lunch. Maybe you're uh, not eating enough calories in your lunch. Maybe you're like skipping breakfast. So you have like a good amount of lunch, but because that's your first meal of the day, maybe you need to add like a small snack or a small breakfast and then have your lunch. Or it just, the, the that's what I mean by nutrition timing. Like maybe there's something that needs to be shifted in your diet that you're like, oh, I'm so hungry. By the time I get to this meal, I'm like, I'm ready to eat my own arm. Again, remember you're hungry for any food. That that's that's a signal to let's let's see where we need to change, right? So that's why we ask that question as well. So there's there's so many things that come up with being hungry and may it go it can go in the opposite direction as well. You're like maybe the person or you as you're um listening to this you're thinking, "Well, I'm never hungry, but I'm always like super stuffed." And and it could be nutrition timing on the opposite side. Let's say you, by the time lunch comes around, you are so stuffed. And I see this a lot with um, people that have like set schedules, you know, like maybe like, for example, a teacher, right? They eat breakfast before they leave their house. And then teachers typically have to eat lunch at a certain time or like a nurse or somebody that has like, they're not in control of when they can go to lunch. So they're eating what they can during that time and it's they're maybe they're not hungry yet or and so because of that they're stuffing themselves but they're like well this is my lunch time so i need to eat at that time so again with the nutrition timing and that's why that question is so important that's why you should start asking yourself that because it could mean maybe you have a bigger breakfast in that scenario and a lighter lunch because you're legit not hungry but you don't want to obviously not eat because you're gonna that's the time that you need to eat but you just want to switch things around so we we get stuck in the in the like everybody needs to have three meals a day. Uh, breakfast is at eight, lunch is at twelve, dinner is at six, or whatever. Right? Like we all we have these like things that we think it should be, but it's not the case. But when we have to go with how you feel, uh, how your body reacts to it, your schedule, how you're working out, there's so many factors. So instead of like getting hung up on all the things that I just said, just ask yourself: Am I hungry? Am I, am I hungry in the morning and do I need a smaller breakfast or do I need a big breakfast, right? Do I need a bigger lunch or do I need a smaller lunch or something in between? Do I need to have my meals even or do I need to kind of have like a really big dinner and graze throughout the day? That's what my husband does. He has... Um, he started working out in the morning. He was kind of working out sporadically, but because he started working out in the morning, he has eggs and rice and veggies for breakfast. And he eats like sporadically, probably like snacks here and there, protein shake, doesn't eat a lot during the day at all because he has found that it slows him down. And then he comes home and he eats like he's never eaten before. <laughs> But he's, it's, it's just the timing, right? Like it's not, has, it's probably, he's probably eating the same amount of calories. Like if he was to have a lunch and then have not, not so big dinner, but he has found that, uh, lunch, like an actual legit lunch makes him feel like his energy goes through the, the, goes into the tent, whatever, you know what I mean? goes down. <laughs> I was trying to make like a whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that timing works for him. And he's figured out like, I'm not actually hungry for lunch, right? He's asked himself that question and he's not actually hungry for lunch. So he's not going to eat an actual lunch. He's going to have, like I said, a snack here and there, but he's not eating fully because his body doesn't want it. 
Okay. So it's, it has nothing to do with like knowing all the things I said. It's just, I'm telling you, just start asking yourself that question. Just ask yourself. I have found that I don't like eating a big breakfast. I have a smoothie in the morning and that is good for me. I do put a ton of crap in the smoothie. <laughs> like I put, I've been having green smoothies lately. Uh, I found out recently, if you listen to the last podcast that I have my autoimmune issue kind of flared up again. And it's something that I'm just going to have to like, I keep thinking it's just going to like go, I'm going to sweep it under the rug. Clearly I cannot. So I, my smoothie is water, ice, half an avocado, a whole head of romaine lettuce, two handfuls of spinach, uh, two tablespoons of lemon juice and, uh, Lencanto. Um, I do four little scoops. I don't know how big the scoops are. They're like little things that I got on little scooper things that I got on Amazon. I know that's not very helpful, but <laughs> that for a little, uh, Lencanto is, <coughs> excuse me, monk fruit. I put that in there so it sweetens it a little bit. And then uh, three drops of spearmint essential oil. And I've gotten it down to a science that I have this 24 ounce um, smoothie, like uh, stainless steel smoothie thingy. And I fit it in there um, perfectly with a little bit left over, probably I would say like maybe two ounces to take my supplements that I need to take that are powder. Uh, so I take um, L-glutamine, uh, vitamin C, and there's another one that is a powder that I can't remember sitting on my counter right now so I could pack it before my trip. <laughs> I cannot remember the name, but I, I mix those in to my two ounces of smoothie. So I have that uh, before and then I before I leave my house and then I usually take my smoothie on the go or I'll have it at my desk just depending on my day. But that for me works because I work out most days, um, Monday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I work out at 11.15, and then Tuesday, Thursday, I work out at 9. So I ha have my smoothie on Tuesdays and Thursdays after, and then I have my, um, no, I have it before, lies. I have it before, and then I have, uh, I can eat, I can drink that one around like 8 o'clock or 7.30, 8 o'clock, because on those days I do pure bar, which isn't very intense. So I can, I have found that if I eat too close to my workout, I will see that what I ate back up again. <laughs> so I, I don't want to do that. And then, uh, my Wednesday, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday are weight training and those are intense, heavy weights. And then we have finishers at the end. So if I have to drink my smoothie by like 930, like I have found this out. <laughs> I'm like, I need to finish it by 930 or, that smoothie is coming up and based on what it I told you, you could tell that the smoothie is green and I don't want to see that again. <laughs> so it, it's, yeah. So that has been a trial and error just figuring out what works for my body, right? So I told you all of that. So you can see like my husband has like what is considered more like a regular breakfast. Like he has eggs and rice as a carb. I know that's weird to have rice for dinner, for breakfast, but people have rice for breakfast all over the world. We're the only ones that find that weird <laughs> in the US. But anyway, so he has that with veggies. That's like a regular breakfast. And the mine is just, you know, more greens and stuff. Neither one is right or wrong. They're just different based on what we need for our bodies. Uh, and then now going to cravings, right? So Hunger, ask yourself, am I actually hungry for a food? Cravings, if I want a specific food or a specific like taste or texture, 
is I guess is a, another way like crunchy. Um, I get I don't know if I guess you would want mushy like cake. <laughs> I don't think anybody's like oh I'm craving something mushy, but I couldn't think of a better word. But you know what I mean. <laughs> so that's gonna be um, the ways to combat that is if you find yourself wanting a specific food, right? Like uh, I mentioned earlier in the podcast, let's say you brought chicken, broccoli, rice for your lunch, but you're like, I really want burgers and fries. Um, I would suggest just when it takes, just, just to know that you're probably craving that burger and fries for either emotions or that you're used to it. Maybe every Friday you had burger and fries right? Like that was your thing. And now you're trying to meal prep. And instead of having that burger and fries, you're having the the chicken, rice, and broccoli. But it, think about the the pattern that you've created, right? If you've ever listened to the book, The Power of Habit, or read the book, The Power of Habit, I say listen because I listen to it on audio. Uh, but if you listen to that book, we it talks about how like you literally create neural, like your brain has neural pathways. And when you do something over and over and over and over and over again, it creates a like, think about like, you never been like uh, on a lawn um, or visited somewhere and they have like a clear path, like there's like a concrete path, but you can tell that people just from going across the lawn have created their own path right? That's what happens in your brain when you uh, do something over and over again. It's the same thing. People have walked over that lawn and in that same line over and over again that it's created a path. So you do the same thing with your habits. You create paths. And a lot of times we create paths with our food. So if you've created a path with always going to get burger and fries, there's a lot of things that come into that path, right? It's the it's the act of like leaving your desk. It's the act of going into your car and getting out and being around people and being social and all that. So it's not just the burger and fries that you're craving. You may be craving the actual experience, right? And when you break it down like that, you may, it depends on the person. So um, in it, I know this sounds, it may sound like a little like, oh my God, that's a lot of work, but I'm trying to like help you understand what's actually going on in your brain so you don't like get down on yourself. Like, what the hell? What's wrong with me? Why can't I just not crave this burger and fries? It's because there's actual stuff going on in your brain that's telling you no. <laughs> that's telling you, hey, no, this is not what we do on Fridays. Why are you uh, messing up the routine? Okay, so you have to kind of, Think about that so that, just think about it. Like, let's say you have this craving and now on top of beating, like having this craving, you're now beating yourself up for having the craving. Like you're just making, you're going to make yourself feel like shit when it's actually not the case. It's just, there's a lot of things going on. <laughs> so, and you're just like, okay, this is what, this is what is going on in my brain. And once you understand that, it makes it a lot easier to tackle it, right? Like if you've ever... It, like if somebody said, hey, do this puzzle and they gave you this puzzle and they said, do it with your eyes closed. I'm not going to give you any hints on what it looks like. What is the end goal? What is it supposed like? Just nothing here. This is it. You'd be like, oh, my. How much harder is that puzzle? Right. You're like, ah, this is going to take me forever. And I'm going to be struggling. And I might throw a piece across the room. I might throw a piece at the person that gave me this. But if we if I said, OK, open your eyes. This is what the before it looks like. This is what the after. 
looks like this is what these are some uh, key points to get you from there to there you're like oh okay I got this and it still may be difficult you know I've I've done puzzles and games and stuff that I write their instructions I know the things and it's still hard right just because it's simply laid out doesn't mean that it's just oh okay I'm gonna do that tomorrow it's still a challenge, but at least you feel like you're accomplishing something because you understand it better. That's all I'm trying to get you to to see with the cravings, that it's not so black and white on, oh, okay, now you're eating healthy, you shouldn't be craving that. Like, what's wrong with you? No, there's a lot going on, okay? So to, to help with that, you want to think, like, what am I craving when I'm actually craving something. it could, Like I said, it could be the experience. I'll give you another example. Let's say you are so used to going to Starbucks in the morning and you get this, you get a Frappuccino or you get like a sugary latte or you get something. The act of just not going is going to be very hard. It, like I said, for different people, test it out. Test it out, okay? For some people, they can stop it immediately and not even look back, okay? And others... The, the path is a little, is, is well-worn, okay? Is re- really well-worn. So to stop it is gonna make you a little cuckoo, okay? And I'm not gonna know which one of those you are. You, you may not know which one of those you are. Just test it out and see, right? So what you can do is if you're still craving the experience, right? And they, this is what he talks about, not in the same terms. I'm, I obviously like am... Um, paraphrasing and uh, how I interpreted what he said from The Power of Habit, which I read like 10 years ago. <laughs> so you, I would highly recommend reading more recently so that you can really understand. But basically, he says you're, you're going to, you have to kind of continue the loop, right? So uh, if you're going to Starbucks, maybe you get something else. Maybe you get sugar-free. And I know uh, you you may be thinking, oh, but sugar-free has its own issues, blah, blah, blah. But again, you may need that pathway. You may need to still walk the path with just a little different things. So you get sugar-free and then, or maybe you start getting, uh, if you're a coffee drinker, black coffee with, uh, I know they have stevia and a splash of almond milk or, you know, whatever is floats your boat. So that you're still going through the drive-thru, you still have the experience of like, blasting your favorite song and going through your favorite drive-thru and maybe you know the barista by now and you still get to say hi to them so you still have that thing but you're still changing slowly but surely changing your habit okay so it it takes that kind of stuff um my I know my husband was sticking with the coffee example he was going to Starbucks so much and it was he was it was the experience for a little bit but what actually broke <laughs> this is kind of funny but what actually broke his um desire and craving for the experience was we got a new starbucks in our neighborhood and the town that we live in it's kind of like up and coming and it was like oh my god we got a starbucks the people there annoy him <laughs> they're like super chipper and my husband is not a morning person so he's like I just, I need to, we have a Keurig. So he's like, I just need to buy pods for the Keurig. Um, and he also had, uh, we had pods. Like, we, no, we had like the, I didn't want to say, like, you know, like the ones that you can fill with like ground coffee. And he doesn't want to do all that in the morning. So that was too big of a jump, right? For him to going from getting his coffee made and just hand it to him to having to like put the coffee in there, measure it out, put the little top on instead of just like popping in a, 
a pod in the, is that, that what they're called, right? Cake cups or whatever the hell they, whatever, you know what I mean. Pop it in the pod and the, the, the Keurig. So now he changed that and it's, now that's what he does every morning. That's his new habit, right? So, and that's because he was craving coffee in the morning. Like, uh, and it could be said, and I go back and forth with people on this. Coffee is a craving. You're craving caffeine. You're not, you're not hungry for caffeine, but you've, gotten most because caffeine is what it is you've gotten to the point where you absolutely need you want it right but it's still a specific food so it's still a craving uh i know like people get on me like that because i do not ca- need caffeine or want caffeine so i get i get i get people riled up but i'm like it's a craving homie they're like no i need it i'm like yeah that's still a craving but anyway so Think about that, those kinds of things. Like, is, are you wanting the experience or are you wanting the actual food? Um, and also, like, when you're when you're craving like sugars and sweets and 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 salty and crunchy, uh, the way to continue the loop with that is to uh, start telling your body, like, okay, I'm craving sweets. I'm going to have this this cookie that maybe is made with coconut palm sugar instead of corn syrup, and I'm going to have that instead, or I'm going to start having fruit, right? Um, it's not going to be the same at first, right? Like, it's just not. I'm not going to lie to you and be like, oh, when you're craving uh, Oreos, just have a bunch of strawberries, all better. <laughs> at first, you're going to be like, what the? <laughs> it's not going to be the same. Uh, but it's, it's breaking that loop. You, you kind of have to like, uh, you don't have to do anything, but (laughs) it's just a matter of like understanding your body is wanting that sugar because you've given it the sugar, uh, salty. Like a lot of times people cut out processed foods and I actually recommend like, don't do that too drastically unless you know you can handle it because eventually your cravings are going to take over. So, uh, let's say you were wanting the chips and salsa. There are so many chip uh, chip recipes chip brands out there that are great that use avocado oil or coconut oil uh they use all these amazing ingredients and you can still have that crunchy and that salty and that great salsa and still have it and it just doesn't have like the trans fat in it and uh like you know all the like canola oil which is highly inflammatory or right, you can have like regular salt versus sea salt. Sea salt is going to be better. Or like Himalayan pink salt. So there's so many things you can do to to kind of let your body know. Okay, I know you're craving this, but we're gonna have this instead. And over time, you will find that your body wants that healthier food because you're you're gonna start feeling better. You're really gonna start feeling better. And and those switches just come with with time. You know, they come with time. That's why, uh, if you follow me on social media, I'm always trying to post like to the day that I'm recording this podcast. I actually, um, just tried this, uh, fruit jerky is what it called is called. I was looking, I was in Whole Foods and I was standing at where were I think I was looking at like kale chips or something. And this random guy, he's like, he's like, you should try these. They're really good. And then he like leaves. He was like walking through the aisle, like in front of me. And he's like, he grabbed one and he's like, you should try these. They're really good. And then he goes, and I was like, okay, cool. And it was like a dollar something. So I was like, I'm trying this. So freaking good. So good. So like I post, the whole point of me telling you all of that was that I posted that on my social media because I understand a lot of people, um, 
want those things. Like you, you're, we're all on this, this quest to be healthier and happier. And, but we've, we've all, all of us, myself included, have created these paths of wanting these foods that we have, we either learn as adults or we just know, uh, that after we, we eat them or, or we find out like me, like I just can't have certain things that we're like, okay, what, what am I going to do instead? Right. So I'm always on the quest for great foods like that because I understand we all live in the real world. Yes. Ideally, the best diet you can absolutely eat is whole foods. Right. And I don't mean like the store whole foods. I mean like whole, like actual whole foods, not processed, but that's also not realistic for most people. Okay. It would, it, time is a commodity. Like it is, it's not something that's easily come by for most of us. So. Sometimes you just need something like that, that fruit jerky I had in my purse, uh, because I'm leaving on my uh, trip to go to the doTERRA convention tomorrow. Uh, and like I said, this, your, this episode is going to come out after I'm already back, but it's, <clears throat> I actually put it in there for the airport. <laughs> so, cause I was like, I'm probably not going to be able to find, uh, a snack that I can eat, um, at the airport. So let me throw it in there. So I was trying to be like prepared and I was starving after I got my nails done. So I was like, I'm having, and I was like legit hungry. So not a craving. I was <laughs> legit hungry. I was like, I need food. And I had this. And so the picture I posted was actually me in my car as, as I tore it open. You can see if you saw it, you saw that I, it looked like Wolverine opened it because I was so hungry. I was like, ah, and I was like, oh shit, this is good. I need to post about this. This is so delicious. So, um, it, it makes my point is that sometimes that happens, right? And you need, stuff available that is healthier for you but feeds those cravings and or hunger that you have right so um it's uh, to wrap up um hunger versus cravings a hunger is any food it just means that you are in need of sustenance that your body just wants something um just because you are at a point where it's like give me fuel and cravings is when you want a specific food or a specific type of food, like salty, sweet, you know, crunchy, all that. So <clears throat> ask yourself, check in with yourself and ask yourself both questions. Am I hungry? Am I having cravings? And then, you know, you may want to journal. You may want to just think about it, like just run through your head and like, okay, was I hungry? To, like, am I did I find myself hungrier this week? Did I find myself craving certain things? And maybe your cravings are because you cut out uh, salt and maybe you don't need to cut out table salt. Maybe you just need to, uh, maybe you, I'm, I'm saying you cut out salt by cutting out table salt and maybe you don't need to cut out salt. You just need to cut out table salt and add in Himalayan salt or sea salt, right? Or maybe you're cutting, you cut out all sugars, including fruit. Maybe you don't need to do that and that's what you're craving. Maybe you need to have sugar and in the form of fruit. Or a lot of times people cut out carbs, which translates to, to breaks down to like uh, sugar in your body. So maybe you don't need to cut out all carbs. Maybe you need to cut out uh, or reduce like breads and pastas and a little bit more processed carbs, but keep in rice and potatoes and sweet potatoes and things like that, right? So that your body's still having that. So those questions are important so that you can start being in tune with what your body's telling you. Our, our bodies are amazing, amazing. But because we get so used to just 
living and going and rushing and all that, we kind of like don't listen to them. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like that's like this going back to when I mentioned the dessert. It's like, I can't think of the last time I was at like a dinner and the waiter didn't ask me if I wanted dessert. And because the question is posed to us, a lot of us say yes. Even though if the question wasn't posed to you, would you say yes? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, that's the, the our norm um, is to just have food and drink for everything. So it's, it's easy to kind of shut off that intuition of, yeah, the food is there, but do I actually want it? The food is there, but am I, am I actually in need of it? Like, do I, do I just want this because it's there? Like somebody brought free donuts. Was I wanting a donut? Am I hungry? Like, do you know what I mean? Like just asking yourself those things so that you can start breaking patterns that we've all established just because of the world we live in, you know? So that's all I got for you today. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I'm trying to intermingle uh, health and wellness with actual nutrition stuff um as some people have requested so um if you like i said if you like this podcast i would love if you can leave a review and if you have any topics that you would like me to discuss feel free to dm me email me whatever reach out to me and i would love if you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your stories or on your social media and tag me that would mean the world to me and i will see you guys next time Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.